0: Hi, my friends. It's Grace, your host of the Because Why Not podcast. We are seven weeks into the 10-week marathon of summer vacation. Wow. Wow. It's going well. I'm hanging in there. Um yeah it's it's been okay it's been okay I've needed some some serious support staff and water breaks and um, encouragement and um, all the things that you need on a long road um, I've I got my kids off to camp this week After three solid weeks Just with them Hanging out with them Um, Got them back into camp this week And thought that I would have all kinds of time To do all the things And the days just evaporated Because I finally had time to myself So I, I, I kept saying I'm going to find time to do a podcast. I just want to do it so much. I'm going to find time, I'm going to find time. Well, there's always there's always time that you can make, right? Like I fully believe that you can make time to do it. But when I had the time that I could make to make a podcast, Um, It just seemed that something else Would pop up that was right in front of my face So I did get a lot Of organizing done in my house I just purged which I love To do it feels so good I've got the preschool Kindergarten first grade school work Locked in it's it's organized. My goal is to have each of my sons have a bin that has everything in it so that one day I just hand it to them and they can go on their way with their big old bin. And it's just all in one place. So <laughs> I don't know if I'll be able to keep that going. It's my it's my intention. But I also made a beautiful photo album when Court turned one. And he's about to turn eight. Um, and that's the only photo album I've done for them. So I'm a little backed up on that. Um, that's that's rough. That's rough. But thankfully the photos can all be found online. Um, so my house is fully organized. I know that my my brain is fully organized. I needed some time to myself. Wow. Um, I I really did. I I keep telling my good friends anyway. I almost had a, a full blown panic attack in the Children's Museum in Raleigh during week two of my three weeks with mommy camp with the boys and, um, yeah, it was it was a lot. It was three hours into the museum, a lot of noise, a lot of kids. And I've never had a real full-blown panic attack, but I have had friends describe to me what they feel like, and I've read about them. And I'm pretty sure I almost had one in the middle of the museum. My heart was racing. My vision started narrowing. Um, I, I was sweating. It was really <laughs> bad. And I just said to the boys who were happily playing on this mock ice rink, um, I was like, "Boys, we gotta go, gotta go now, gotta go now, gotta go now, gotta go now." Like it was, it was bad. But I think that you know, and any human being can only reasonably handle so much kid-centric activity. And I think three hours in a children's museum is its own unique sort of hell and it's really tricky because you know that they're having fun it's not hell for them but how do you balance them having fun with you being full-blown miserable so that's that's I think something we encounter a lot of spirits <laughs> but a children's museum I feel like needs to max out at two hours um However, one of those hours was going to see An IMAX film about rescue dogs Which was absolutely amazing And I cried and I thought it was amazing Um, So, you know There are bonuses to doing these kids Things and um, You know, going to the beach and, And just watching them Roam free and and test the waters literally and figuratively, and just be bigger boys and play together and have real conversations with me, especially court who's going to second grade, and watch than just spend hours in the ocean and see what a brave um i don't he's just he's brave he's a risk taker in a good way, it will probably. Be in a challenging way During some times in his adolescence But he just gets right in there And tries things And he could have been on the boogie board all day Um, So, yeah There have been, I would say, highs and lows Highs and lows, roses and thorns Um, I've been doing more yelling this summer Than I typically do Um, And I do think that that The summer for me has been uh, A real challenge In the process Of my not drinking. Um, because I, number one, I'm feeling all the feelings all the time, which I have been doing. And I've been okay with that. Like they're tricky moments. But um, really, it hasn't felt hard until this summer when I've had bumped up against these walls where I've just had these major challenges with Wanting to drink because number one I don't want to feel the feelings Or I just want to check out Or um, I'm Tired of them yelling at each other And I just want to check out Or I'm in a children's museum And I want to go drink a bottle of vodka In a corner I mean it's like I, I think a lot of us can relate to that It's like this is where the mommy culture Of 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 wine o'clock and like mommy juice came from because it's really hard being a mom all the time and being present even if you're with them four hours a day much less 12 um you know just keeping your 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 vibrations high and your spirits up and your positivity there and being engaged and being present and and trying to manage the things they're struggling with and then on top of that trying to laugh with them and have fun and on top of that you know make sure they're fed and clothed and cared for and and just i mean you know the list is long and a glass of wine makes it easier but it is so temporary and I've made the choice not to do that. And ultimately I've been very glad that I've stuck with the choice and kind of talked myself through that like, okay, I really want this right now, but it's like five percent of me wants the cold glass of rose because it's like cold and yummy and that's gonna taste so good because it's summer and I want that. And and if I'm honest, ninety five percent of me wants, you know, the whole bottle or two bottles of rose because it just don't want to feel anything. So instead, I chose to feel all the feelings knowing that they would pass no feeling is forever. Uh, and they did. And I'm glad that I made that choice. I've been doing a lot of work on um, the law of attraction or surrounding that a lot of studying and you know that but um even more and deeper work around that and around the um notion that thoughts are just thoughts um you know and that you know with the law of attraction we do believe and 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 they do believe and um it's taught that thoughts turn into things and i do believe that like with with this positive thinking you can turn your thoughts into real things but what i can tell you in the moment of being overwhelmed with children and life and whatever that when these sort of negative thoughts or stressful thoughts come flying through your head um the important thing is to recognize that they are just thoughts and that you have the ability to remove them. They're just thoughts. So they're literally, I I have, I'm very visual. So I always think of, of a visual of something like I can visually see the calendar in my head of what's happening in the week or, you know, that sort of thing. So I, I, I've started looking at my thoughts as like, little like paper airplanes that are flying through my brain. And I can choose to like grab the paper airplane, open it up, read it, turn it into a thing, give it presence, give it power, have it upset me, have it be something I stew on, have it be something I obsess over, or I can just let it fly on by. It's sort of like the, the cars in the Jetsons. Remember the Jetsons cartoon? And they're in the flying space cars that ironically, we all will be driving by the time our children, my children are in high school probably in 10 years. Um, but they're like, Beow! Like just past each other in the air. And it's sort of like that. That's what your thoughts are. Um, and we grab hold of them and, and turn them into bigger things that we're focusing on. And if they're positive, that's great. Like give them presence, give them power, turn them into something major. Um, but, you know, when they're negative and they make you feel bad, you have to know that that they are just thoughts and you can remove them. So I've been working a lot on that. And actually, um, oh, I'm sitting on my porch and there is a monarch butterfly flying by. And I love that because it symbolizes um, rebirth and um And I love seeing those guys Uh, Yeah, so thoughts are just thoughts Remove them So I should say quickly that I am like a kid Who's on the phone in her bedroom late at night Trying not to get caught um, right now Because my boys are upstairs playing Nintendo Which I bribed them with If they let me take an hour nap While reading books and playing quietly I said I would give them some Nintendo time So they are up there playing And it is... Highly likely that at any moment They will come out on this porch um, Saying mommy 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 Or telling me that they're arguing Or that um, court keeps winning And I'm really mad Or that Sam keeps whining and I'm really mad or they need a snack. So that might just happen. That might be a thing. But I'm hoping that I can just um, keep chatting for a few minutes and do this little check-in because I've been really missing this space and being here. And um, this is so much a part of my um, transformative and transformational year. This podcast really gave me um, the legs to set myself free and get me going on this whole journey that I've been on. And, and it's, it's just been really a special part of my year and, um, and I want to be there for you and for me and, and Lord knows I have a lot to share, especially after three weeks of mostly talking to myself and my children and my husband, uh, but not enough time with girlfriends, a little dinner here and there, a little phone call here and there, but I have a lot to talk about. So, um, yeah, I want to share my life news about my career that I sort of alluded to before. And that is that after 20 years of planning events and 15 years of having my own event planning company, I am transitioning careers and studying to become a life coach. And I am thrilled and delighted. Um, It's been a long time coming in terms of the thinking I've been doing about the fact that I might have another career in me. Um, I've thought about that for years, but didn't at all have any idea what it was or what it could be or how I would find it. Um, but it's been sitting there beneath the surface. And this year, with all the changes I've making I've been making, and made with sober curiosity and <clears throat> lots of yoga in the winter and then doing the podcast and sort of just, uh, um, yeah, living out loud, setting myself free. All those things have led me um, to a lot of self-discovery and, and of course, a lot of listening to podcasts, and which led me to a lot more podcasts and a lot of reading. And then it led me to more searching and Um, I can't pinpoint the pinnacle moment that um, the idea of actually becoming a life coach uh, occurred to me, but, but I know that I let it sort of bubble up. Um, quietly and then I started doing reading and research and, and then I had a conversation that was very brief with an old friend, um, at my high school reunion where I shared what my thoughts were, you know, when you have an idea about something and then you think to yourself, I'm just going to say this out loud and see how it feels and that then helps you know if it's sort of something real or something you want to go with, or, you know, you just kind of like, if you say it out loud, it's like, Oh, okay. How does that feel? So I was having this brief conversation with a friend at my high school reunion and was telling her I was really disenchanted with, um, my career. I adore my clients and that's never been a question. I have had 98% amazing clients and There's been so much joy in my event planning and I've achieved and accomplished so much and I'm so grateful for my business and my career and for the friends I've made, the clients I've had, the colleagues I have. It's been incredible. But I've never, I've not left anything on the table. I've accomplished what I've wanted to accomplish with this career. And once I let myself really sort of think that and recognize that and own and acknowledge that, um, that was really powerful because I thought, yeah, it feels good to think about moving on. It feels good. It feels right. So I was having this conversation and I said, you know, I'm thinking about becoming a life coach and she just lit up when I say she just lit up like a Christmas tree and said, you know, Oh, I just love that for you. And, I have the chills and I have an amazing life coach and I have a friend who's an amazing life coach and they both went to this program and I'll tell you about this program and she just in in a six minute conversation in a crowded room of people we were seeing for the first time many of whom in 25 years she hadn't seen in I don't know 10 years but we were close friends for years um, uh, yeah, it just, it gave me the, um, it gave my idea legs. And thank you, Serena, for that. It really, that moment with you was powerful. And as I've told you, it gave me momentum and, um, it got my momentum going and you shared the information about the program. And so that really got my research going about what program I might do. And, um, <clears throat> I feel really excited and happy and thankful to say that um, after so much research, I found a program that I'm thrilled to be doing, and it just happens to be a half hour from my home in Raleigh, North Carolina. So it's really incredible. I feel like it's fortuitous, serendipitous, all of that. Um, all of these things have come together for me, and life has aligned and time and space and all of the things have aligned in such a way that I'm able to make this possible. Of course, with the support of my family and my loving husband and, uh, you know, and my, um, yeah, family believing in me and, and, um, I have, made a lot of big changes really quickly. And I keep joking, like Maddie, my husband has whiplash, like, okay, what just happened? You know, but he's been great and he knows that's how I work. I make a decision and I do it. And it's exactly how I started my event planning business 14 years ago. Um, and I mean, back then I wrote a business plan. I tried to do things in a, in a, an above board sort of official way. um, but, but yeah, I mean, I just have always made a decision and I do it. And that has always um, worked for me with the glaring exception of... When I decided I should apply to law school, um, this was before I started my event planning business. I thought I needed a quote-unquote legitimate career, um, and I have a a family full of lawyers. So I did apply to law school. I did spend $3,000 taking the Princeton Review um, LSAT prep course. I did apply to schools I never could have gotten into, or I didn't believe I could, so I didn't. Um, And, yeah, yeah didn't go to law school, but that was 15 years ago. That was, I would say five years into my actual career as an event planner. And, um, and that was that, but obviously, you know, I'm 43 years old now. I've lived quite a life and, uh, accomplished a lot and experienced a lot. And there have been hills and valleys, um, as there are in everyone's lives, but I've learned so much and, um, I've experienced great Transformation in my own life over these 20 years and in these last six months and I am so thrilled at the idea of taking the most meaningful elements of what wedding planning is for me, which is working with people, working with clients, building those relationships, helping them through challenging transitions in their own lives and family issues and 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 self-discovery and doing that um, in a really focused way by being a life coach. Um, you know, I just, I know that we all see so much suffering in the world and on the planet and there is so much suffering. And and if there is a way, which I see this as a way and an opportunity for me to help people to be happier, live better lives, live their best life, um, and thus be happier people Thus, helping the world and the planet be happier because when people rise up and feel better, then everything around them gets better. Um, and so, this will be my way to to really um, help people live the happiest, best lives that they can. And I have begun to do that as well. And I'm just so thankful that I have sorted that out for myself. I am of course a work in progress as we all are. And I am working with my own life coach, which is an important part of the process and has been, Oh, like so enlightening. I can't even tell you. Um, but I think therapists should have therapists and life coaches should have life coaches, and we all have journeys and have you know things that we need help exploring and uncovering and and sorting through and sifting and and mapping out and um, you know moving past and we all need that sort of help so I can't wait to do this I'm so excited my training will conclude in mid October and I will be. Uh, sort of up and running officially then with Grace Beeson Life Coaching, um, and I'll let you know when it's official and when there's a website up. But I'm I'm just again filled with gratitude because um, I feel alive and joyful and energized and. Um, just amazed at how this has all come together but also not surprised and have zero hesitation about any of it and really very little fear because it all feels so right and it is all so aligned and I feel actually very called to do this work Um, and that feels incredible incredible yeah that's what's happening guys And, you know, I know that it can be really hard for people to make a transition in their lives, especially when they're in a career that they're good at and they're successful at and that they like. And I have experienced all of those things with my event planning business. And like I said, it's brought me um, great joy and hopefully I've brought a lot of people great joy. with their events and weddings, and I believe that I have. But um, yeah, this is this is a time of transition for me. And I'm, I'm noticing as I make this and talk about it, that it really is a time in people's lives, these early 40s, where um, a lot of people feel compelled to make a career shift or a life shift. Um, It is a powerful shifting point. But I think also just and bear with me here, Cosmically, there's a lot of transition happening right now, a lot of shifting, and um, I think a lot of people are feeling called to make change. And um, that's because we're in a time that feels it feels different. There's a lot that feels uncertain. There's a lot that feels scary. There's a lot that feels out of our control. Um, And that's also a big reason why the health and wellness industry is skyrocketing and growing because everyone wants to feel better. And people don't know how or they look for small ways. So whether it's taking a yoga class or drinking a wonderful cold-pressed juice or um, getting acupuncture or energy healing or seeing a life coach or going to a retreat, people are wanting these things. We all want to feel better. And I know that those things are not always possible or don't feel um You know, like something that anyone can make time for or find. But I I do believe that you can. I do believe there is um, help that's accessible for people everywhere to feel better. And really, that can be taking one half hour to yourself in quiet on a screen porch listening to the birds as I am right now as I'm talking to you that is so restorative we just need to be doing more in our lives that feels restorative but also be doing things in our lives that helps restore not just our you know exhausted bodies and um you know, just sort of worn out selves, but that that restores our soul and, and brings back our sense of energy and and feeling of joy and 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 why the why of it? Why are we here? We are here to experience joy. So if we're here to experience joy, how are we going to do that? And once you start looking at things in that way, from that direction. Wow does everything change it just all changes and I just am feeling right now like whoa you know if I've had this career that's been so fantastic and this this relationship in my life and this wonderful marriage and you know of course that's taken a lot of work and it's the hardest work that's that's that I've ever done that is the most worth doing and Maddie and I agree on that but if I've been able to have this marriage and have these children and have such wonderful friends and experiences and have such an incredible life leading up to this moment and it's really only in the last few months that I've that I've allowed myself um, to really understand and see that the point of life is to feel joy, then I just keep thinking, well, then what else can I accomplish? Then that makes me feel and I believe that I'm unstoppable, right? Because if I was, you know, feeling so much resistance towards things before and feeling like things were so challenging and feeling so, um, yeah, like the goal of life is to, X, Y, Z, get married, have babies, make money, have a career, and then you die. Like if those were, if that was my list and it wasn't about experiencing joy first and foremost, and now I'm there, but I have all these beautiful things in my life, then I do feel like anything is possible. And I'm excited that that it involves helping other people feel more joy and live better lives. So oh, there we are. That was a mouthful I just left you with. So I'm going to leave it there. Um, Happily, I'm going to go gather my boys up and get in the car to go to the airport to pick up my sister and my niece who are coming in from Denver for five days. And that's always like one of my happiest happiest days when I get to pick them up at the airport so I'm so happy that I finally made the time to sit down and be with you here and um, share all of this and thank you to those of you who have reached out asking what's coming next and what's the new career and um, yes. And to my current clients, I love and adore you. I'm fully focused on you and I will see it through, see your events through and they'll be amazing. Um, but yes, I will be moving on in the fall and it's exciting. It's an exciting time. So I'm sending out so much love to you. Um, Oh, big, warm hugs and Hope you get to do something today that makes you feel good. I've got my eye on the iced coffee. That's where I am every day around three o'clock. The joie de vivre is the iced coffee. Um, So I'm going to go find that. And um, I feel like I can uh, get through the day not yelling at my kids. I think I got it all out of my system this morning and did some exercise, took a nap and just took this time with you. And so now I feel pretty, pretty um, positive. My vibes are high um I keep talking about my my uh my vibrations raising my vibrations and so now Courtney and I keep joking about um raising our vibrations but that is real that is real raising your vibrations I'm just here to tell you so um I love you all I hope you're having a great great summer um and uh get out there for a swim or a walk or to look at the sky tonight or be with a good friend and um and and I know it's gonna sound a little a little uh, woo woo here, but love yourself because that's where it all where it all begins. I mean nothing 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 good happens if, if we aren't fully loving ourselves first. So do that. Go do that work. Go love yourself. Get an iced coffee and um, enjoy enjoy the day. Enjoy the the weekend. Is it the weekend? I don't even know what day we're on here, guys. Um, it's Saturday. Yeah, enjoy the weekend if you're listening to this live. Okay, bye-bye.